This is a Federal News Network podcast. One of the premier federal employee-focused events returns to an in-person format tonight. It's the annual gala for the Service to America medals winners and finalists. This year, there's a new venue and quite a list of supporting dignitaries. Partnership for Public Service President and CEO Max Steyer joins me with more. And Max, it is so great to have this in person. I will be attending. What can we expect this evening? We can expect unbelievable and amazing public servants and a really wonderful occasion to give them the recognition that they deserve. As you said, this is especially meaningful because it's a return to an in-person event. This is also our 20th anniversary of the partnership and of the Service to America Medals program. And yet again, we have amazing people who have made a real difference for Americans in all kinds of important ways. And this has been in Union Station. It's been in the Mellon Auditorium, I think maybe another couple of venues. And this year, a brand new spot. Yes, as you suggest, it's the Kennedy Center. And it's also more than just a new venue. It's a new approach. Last year, we obviously didn't do the in-person, but we produced a hour-long film And one of the enormous advantages of that is that we were able to get close to a thousand X viewers because they were able to see it across social media on Bloomberg TV and many other places. And this time we're doing it both, both the virtual film and also the in-person event. And the in-person event will have elements of the film along with the live presentation to the winners. So it's a little bit like a film premiere. The film itself will go out to everybody else on November 1 and November 2. It's going to be both fun and I think powerful. Again, it starts with the honorees. The stories are extraordinary and the stories will be told in a much more powerful medium, which is the video. Sure. And there's certainly no shortage of red carpet in the Kennedy Center. And so (laughs) the film premiere is a good apt, I think, analogy there. And the Kennedy Center, obviously, no other president is more affiliated with the notion of the importance of public service than JFK. So I think there's a lot of resonance all the way around. And given the fact that we need our public service to do more than ever, we face so many challenges as a country. I think it's appropriate that on the 20th anniversary, in response to the pandemic and so many other challenges, that we have stepped up our game in recognizing people who deserve that recognition. And we should probably back up for a second because we have here on Federal News Network been interviewing a series of the finalists throughout the last several months leading up to the gala. But just review what the Sammies is all about in the first place for those that might not have heard everything. Absolutely. So Samuel J. Heyman, who is our founder, Service to America Medals, is a program intended to give the recognition to federal employees that they deserve. And it's based on our theory that I think is a pretty solid one that no organization gets better if all you do is kick it. And our proposition is that if we want to have a government that responds effectively against big challenges, we need great people willing to be in our public service. And in order to have them, we need to be able to recognize them. And we hear that again and again from our honorees. I will add there have been 660 plus over the last 20 years that the recognition they receive is really important for them to be able to do the work that they do It gives them profile within their agency across government and other sectors. So people pay attention and actually invest in the incredible work that they're doing. So the theory is we need a recognition culture in our government for our government to produce the results that we want. And the SAMIS is really the premier way of doing it. In fact, the SAMIS has been more consistent in honoring federal executives and 
practitioners than some of the government's own programs, which have had stops and starts for whatever reason, budgetary and so forth over the years? Well, I will say that there is benefit to having a third-party organization do it, but truthfully, you can't do too much of this. So we are all for all the inside government activity to identify great people, and we need more of it. I mean, I think when we started the SAMIs, we thought of it as a program designed to share with the public the amazing things that their public service was doing. What we found was that we needed to promote it within government itself, and that most federal employees don't realize all the great things that their colleagues are doing across the board. We're speaking with Max Steyer, president and CEO of the Partnership for Public Service, and that Sammy's Gala is this evening. And I think it's worth noting, too, if you would maybe give us some more details, that a lot of the honorees own colleagues and their superiors, their bosses, up to the level of cabinet secretary, take this award and this gala pretty seriously. Absolutely. And it's very important from our perspective that the leadership of the agencies actually be there. It means a lot to the federal employees. And it also is an education experience for them. Um, We've seen in many, many instances, new political leaders learn about some of the extraordinary things that their organizations are doing by actually showing up to the SAMIs. And what we really want them to also do is share with the broader employee base, as well as the rest of government, the incredible things that are happening. We we have an amazing government. And what we see, though, is it's largely vertically organized and communicates vertically. So many of the problems we need to address today are really about getting different parts of government to work effectively together. And therefore, having leaders across government together in this kind of venue, sharing the amazing things that are occurring within their organizations as a way of helping break down those barriers and also share information. We've seen honorees take their programs from one agency to another because of what's learned at this event. It's kind of neat to see the spread of information in that way. And certainly one of the cross-agency and horizontal challenges has been the pandemic. This is the second year now of the pandemic, and that's had a big effect on who gets nominated. There's been quite a bit of award-making as a result of activities related to COVID and the pandemic response. Yes, and you know one of the things that you're identifying there is that We have changed up our medal categories dependent upon what's happening in the world around us. We did that in response to 9-11. We have done it here this year with our COVID-19 response medal. And our view is that, you know, our government is our most important tool to address our biggest problems. And it's all about good people, great people doing amazing work that solves those problems. So we try to align the recognition against the big issues of the day. And there's obviously no bigger than the pandemic. And That's obviously also something that has been both a challenge for our government, but also an opportunity for it to shine. And there are many, many, many federal employees that have made incredibly important difference for not just for Americans, but people across the world. And can we expect a video greeting from the White House? You can. It's tremendous that, you know, President Biden has consistently, frankly, stated his view about the importance of public service and He is going to recognize the honorees uh, at SAMI's and the work that they're doing uh, through a a video statement. And it's, um, again, a a strong sign of leadership. Max Steyer is president and CEO of the Partnership for Public Service. As always, good checking in with you. Tom, look forward to seeing you. And uh, thank you so much for all that you're doing to spread the word. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. Hello, and welcome to the Lessons in Leadership podcast. I am your host, Shane Canfield, CEO of WEPA. 
Today, I'm thrilled to be joined by Vice Admiral Cutler Dawson. Cutler has had an incredible career serving our country for 35 years in the Navy, where he attained the rank of Vice Admiral. During his service, he had numerous assignments afloat and ashore, including Commander, Second Fleet, Striking Fleet Atlantic, and in Washington at the Pentagon and on Capitol Hill, where he was the Navy's Chief of Legislative Affairs. Immediately following his retirement from active duty in 2004, he became the president and CEO of Navy Federal Credit Union, the world's largest credit union, where he served for 14 years. Under his leadership, Navy Federal grew from 2 million to 8 million members. Phenomenal. Cutler, welcome and thanks for joining me. Thank you, Shane. You've had a fascinating career across both military and the private sector. Can you tell us a little bit more about your background and your professional journey? Well, I started out at the Naval Academy where I graduated in 1970. And then, as you mentioned, spent 35 years in the Navy um, with uh, six actual actual uh, afloat commands. Uh, the first one was when I was 27 years old. Uh, I didn't know enough to be scared of anything. And it was uh, probably one of the highlights of my career. Uh, and then after I retired, after 35 years, I went to uh, work at Navy Federal Credit Union as the CEO, where I spent my next 14 years. Um, I'm, I'm currently retired and enjoying life. And um, it's been a great run for me. How would you describe your leadership style? And how's that developed over the years? My style has been quite con- consistent. Um, I believe, and I've learned this in the Navy, that you have to go to the deck plates uh, to see what is going on. And you have to learn what your people do and how they do it so you can help them to be better at it and more efficient and more productive. Um, it's um, something that you need to do all the time. Um, I remember I used to tell folks that um, you don't want to retreat to your cabin what I mean by that is um, the longer you're in a position, the less you think you have to get out and about. But that should be the opposite. You should get out and about more because people change, situations change, and you've got to figure out a way to get to them and find out what they're doing and where, what you can do to help them. Uh, I. We'll talk a little bit more about your book, but I read it um, from C to the C-suite. Fantastic read. You talk about the deck plates in that um, as well. I would encourage everyone to get a copy of this and read some more detail about going to the deck plates. Cutler, who was the most impactful leader in your life and what quality did you admire about them? I had numerous while I was in the Navy, but uh, the quality that, that I enjoyed the most was the leaders that got to know me as an individual and that they cared about me. And I could tell that they cared about me. And they were not only my leaders, but they were my mentors. And um, I remember um, one particular one, Bill Schiffer, when I had my first assignment at the Pentagon, um, I would go in to see him with my problem of the day. And I knew that he had numerous problems of his own, but he would stop and he would focus on me and he would make me feel like I was the most important person in his world. Um, and I, I tried to do that um, throughout my career. But really, it's about caring for your people. Cutler, in reading your book, there was a quote you used that you used to inspire those people that work for you. And it really got my attention. And it was 
it was you are the captain of your own ship. I wonder if you can talk a little bit about what that means and how it was useful to you and the leaders you were developing. Um, absolutely. Um, what I mean by captain of your own ship, when you are the captain of a ship, sometimes you're in the middle of the ocean and you don't have anybody to turn to to make decisions. You don't have anybody to turn to ask, what should I do now? You have to be the captain of that ship. And I, I translated that um, into, let's say, Navy Federal's organization, where I would tell branch managers that I said, you are the captain of the ships of Navy Federal. You're the ones that are facing the, the members or customers, as others call them, every day. And you have to make decisions without a lot of guidance, in some cases, and without a lot of time. So be the captain of your own ship. Step up, uh, make decisions. Uh, do what you think is right, and you never can go wrong. I think that is so important. And you have to give your people a little bit of latitude to take some risk as well, because there is risk for them in doing that and risk to your organization. That's right. And, and I mentioned that I, I took command of my first ship uh, with five years in the Navy, and I was 27 years old. Well, my boss had 32 years in the Navy, and... Um, his, his guidance to me when I first met him was, Cutler, you do the right thing, and I'll back you up all the way. What a wonderful way to, to spend an assignment with, uh, with backup and, and guidance like that. What, what great, great advice. Uh, it's clear leadership is a topic you're passionate about. You wrote the book we mentioned before, um, From Sea to C-Suite. Can you tell us a little bit about that project? Yes, when I was at Navy Federal, I would tell sea stories uh, as parables to get my point across. And um, folks would tell me, Cutler, we like your stories. It gives us a picture of what you're trying to tell us. Now, what else are they going to say? They work for me, but uh, uh, I took it as a compliment, and it was. And my wife encouraged me to write a book, and I needed a co-author to help me. And I found a lady named Taylor Keelan, who was the perfect perfect co-author. She turned in my stories into wonderful chapters um, that I'm very proud of. Where can listeners find a copy? Well, you can get it on Amazon uh, and you can also uh, get it on the Naval Institute website. Uh, And I might add that um, any proceeds from the book Navy Federal uses uh, to give to charity. Fantastic. Cutler, thank you very much. Really enjoyed your time and your lessons and in leadership and sharing with us your life story. And and, uh, I've learned a lot both from talking to you today and reading your book. And thank you very much for your time. It's my pleasure. And I I would like to add one thing if I could, Shane. Um, During my assignments in Washington, D.C., I gained the utmost respect for the civilians that work here every day. They're hardworking, they're dedicated, and they, they have my eternal gratitude. Uh, I got to come and go from the Pentagon. They stayed every day and worked in Washington when I got to go out and um, enjoy being at sea. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah, w- WEPA serves civilian federal employees, but your comment is well taken because the interaction between the two is is continuous, it's nonstop, and it's critical. So uh, the career civil servants, as well as career military, uh, our country would not be where it is today without them. I totally agree. And, and I can tell you from the U.S. Navy standpoint, 
we couldn't operate like we do without them being the backbone of what we do. Thank you very much for your time today, Cutler. And to everyone listening to Lessons in Leadership podcast, we'll see you next time. Top tech companies like Intel have a secret to their success. They get the best talent, reliable infrastructure, and save on costs by expanding in Ohio, the new Silicon Heartland. Learn how your business can succeed in Ohio. Visit successinohio.com. Hi, I'm John Henney, fourth-generation owner of Henney Jewelers in Shadyside. When it comes to shopping for a diamond engagement ring, be sure you're getting the very best value. Before you think about purchasing a ring anywhere else, please stop in to Henny Jewelers to compare. Our friendly team will make you comfortable and never pressure you. We are confident we'll help you find or create your dream ring at the absolute best value. Stop into Henny today or go to hennyjewelers.com to make an appointment. Henny Jewelers, we're your jewelers for life.